My name is Angie Alstrom, owner of Angie Alstrom Life Coaching, and this is Creating Happy, a podcast for women of faith to remember who they are and what they are capable of, even with depression. All are welcome here to learn amazingly effective strategies for building the life you have always wanted, regardless of your circumstances. Hi, you guys. It is so nice to be here with you this evening, although I'm sure most of you will be listening to this later. It is late Monday night, but I wanted to make sure I got a podcast on here for you guys. I've actually been working on it most of the day. Um, This is a pretty important topic to me, so I wanted to make sure I got everything said about it. So it's kind of a lot. Um, I tried to make it as comprehensive as I could. Um, So I hope that you guys get something from this and understand it and can really use it to help you in your life. Um, So today I am going to be talking about your purpose. Um, And it's something that everybody wants to know, right? Like, what is my purpose? And I'm searching for my purpose. And um, I know that there's a purpose and I'm... I'm pursuing that and trying to figure out what it is, what what makes me u- uniquely me, what I'm supposed to be doing here on this earth, right? So I'll start off with a little story about myself. Um, I've always liked to try new things. In school, I liked learning things like all different subjects. I liked to draw and do watercolors. In junior high, I dreamed of becoming an English teacher because I thought the English language was so fascinating. I danced a little bit. I did winter guard and color guard. I played the piano and the violin. My group of friends was changing a lot because I was always always changing and I wanted to learn things about other people. Um, I considered myself above average when it came to subjects I was interested in. (laughs) Although now I know I was probably just average and that's fine because I enjoyed doing them. (laughs) Humbled myself a little bit here. (laughs) I remember thinking that I was pretty good at a lot of things, but that I was never great at anything. I was always looking for a passion, something that was truly mine, something that would make me, me. I was always searching for my purpose. This followed me into my adult years. As, as I kept searching and failing to find what, that, what it was that I was meant to do in this life, I had a friend tell me that I was going to be a great mom because of my ability to listen and give advice. And I thought, that's it. I'm going to be a great mother. This is the one thing that is going to be my thing. It's going to define who I am and give me purpose. And then I had babies. (laughs) Parenting was really hard. Well, it still is. (laughs) Especially with my depression, it was hard. I mean, babies are easy, but once they walk and talk, it's a whole new ball game. I could almost, I could almost like keep up with my first really rambunctious son, by the way, until my second child 
was born and she started walking and talking and I could no longer run after and talk to both children at the same time. <laughs> and all children are different. and They don't come with instruction manuals. Everyone I talked to gave me different advice and much of the time it didn't even work for my kids. And discipline was a challenge, still is. It is the challenge. <laughs> I thought I was a terrible parent. But this was supposed to be my one thing, my passion, my purpose. This was supposed to be what I was really good at. And if I'm not good at this, then who am I? No joke. I reached a point in my life for the space of maybe six years that every other month I would have an identity crisis. <laughs> I was always whining to my husband, I was like, John, I yelled at the kids again. Who am I? I don't even know myself. <laughs> like when, when I was working part time, John, I don't think they like me at work. I think this, I thought that I was really good at this, but I'm not. And there's something wrong with me. Who am I? <laughs> and, and there were all the little things I was trying. Like, I'm not a great cook. I think I'm funny, but other people don't understand my jokes. <laughs> I used to do all these things in high school, and now I don't. Who am I? Who am I, John? <laughs> Poor guy. He was just sitting there like, um, the same person you were yesterday? Like, what am I supposed to do? This happens all the time. What was even worse is that I believed fulfilling my quote-unquote purpose was somehow tied to my value as a person. I believed that if I wasn't doing what I was meant to do, living up to my potential, contributing to the world in some special way, that I was not valuable, or that I was somehow less valuable than I would be if I was fulfilling my purpose. The question, who am I and what am I supposed to be doing, that question that came up for me so often. It always came with a feeling of worthlessness. The funny thing is, is that as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I have been taught since I was a child who I am and what my purpose here on earth is. I am a child of God with infinite and eternal value. I was sent to earth to gain a body and experience, to learn, change, and progress. That's it. I've been told that my whole life and for some reason it just didn't click or something. I have spent so much time, effort, and unnecessary loathing on a question that either I or someone else or society in general planted in my head that isn't even a real thing. The idea that I or anyone has to find a purpose is wrong. The idea that we can only have one specific purpose is wrong. I'm not sure why so many of us think we need a purpose, first of all, because we already have one. I'm not sure why we think it is somewhere outside of us and we need to find it because it's not. Your purpose was predetermined and it is the same as all of ours, to learn, change, and progress. Our purpose also has nothing to do with our value. 
You are worthy of love and infinitely valuable just because you are a child of God, or depending on your religious beliefs, the product of a great creator. We don't have to find our purpose or prove our value. We just need to understand that we already have it and then act on it. I, I talked about this in an earlier episodes, um, one titled Your Value and the other one titled Why Try. So those are good ones to go back and listen to. Um, so if our purpose as human beings is to learn, change, and progress, all those things I did growing up were, in fact, serving my purpose. Music lessons, art, dance, they all helped me to learn. They changed me in small and big ways. They helped me to progress throughout my life. I didn't have to be really good at any of them because that was never the point. What I, what I gained beyond the instruction... I mean, excuse me, sorry. What, what I gained goes beyond the instruction I received. It includes the people I met and the failures I experienced that shaped who I am. There are some people in the world that have one passion, something that they know early on that they are going to do for the rest of their lives. But I'm thinking they are more of the exception rather than the rule. Um, Elizabeth Gilbert on her TED Talks describes this concept as jackhammers and hummingbirds. Some people know and pursue one thing like jackhammers drilling in one place. Others of us, like myself, are more like hummingbirds, going from tree to tree, following our curiosity, and contributing in various ways and places. Some of us is, have been ignoring curiosity for so long, however, that the ability to hear it has kind of diminished. It will take time and practice to follow these little prompts and see where they lead you, but just know that there is no reason that you have to have just one thing, just one passion or just one quote unquote purpose. Kimberly Giles says, life is a classroom. I love this. I completely agree with her. I think it's the greatest concept ever. We are here to learn. Every experience is an opportunity to learn something about ourselves, about God, and the world around us. Our grades, as it were, <laughs> don't affect our value, but they do affect our future opportunities. Sometimes we choose to learn and progress, and other times we may choose to do nothing and repeat the class. In other words, you can sit on the couch all day, do nothing, and learn nothing. It won't change your value in any way. Or you could choose to go outside, try new things, learn from failure, and progress. Mastering lessons prepares you for the next lessons. This progression is our purpose. Hopefully this is resonating with some of you. I hope, I hope you have started to realize that you don't have to keep searching for a purpose. But, but now what? 
Now you know that all you have to do is fulfill your purpose and to fulfill your purpose in life is to learn new things, right? What are you going to do with that information? You might be feeling overwhelmed, like, where do I start? What do I do? <laughs> That's okay, because the answer is it doesn't matter. <laughs> there isn't really a wrong choice here. People, people are often worried that they are going to make the wrong choice and go down the wrong path. But unless you are choosing a sinful act like stripping or using drugs, there is no wrong choice here. <laughs> so, like the scriptures say, be anxiously engaged in a good cause and do many things of your own free will and bring to pass much righteousness. And also it says, anything that inviteth and enticeth to do good is of God. What if there are 20 different things that you are interested in and all of them are quote unquote good? What if God just wants you to pick something and go all in? You get to create the path that fulfills your purpose of learning, of growing, progressing. Plus, if you're putting your trust in the Lord and following his spirit, do you think he will let you know if another choice is needed? He will, right? And if your trust is in the Lord, you should know that he guides everything and you will never have an experience that you can't benefit from. You can always benefit from every experience. Because life is a classroom. And he makes all things work together for your good. Now, some of you might be thinking that whatever your purpose is, whatever you do or learn, it has to be service-based in order to be considered good or worthy. <laughs> well, it's great if you want to serve others. It's not a requirement to only do service-based activities. Good means you're not sinning. So, <laughs> so it's pretty, pretty easy to fit that requirement. <laughs> your, your worth never changes. It is okay to do something just because it sounds fun. Look at this amazing world and the limitless opportunities God has given us. Go enjoy them. Follow your curiosity and see where it leads you. There is something you should know about what is going to happen the second you consider doing something new. <laughs> your brain is going to object. And it is going to continue to object, sometimes very strongly, for a long time. Our brains like repetition. They like doing the same things over and over again because it's easy and it comes naturally. When you try something new or pursue a goal, your brain will start freaking out and telling you all the reasons it won't work, that it's too hard, and you should just quit. Even if you are doing something that you are really interested in and very much want to achieve, your brain will still offer you old thought patterns from life as it was before and try to convince you of how wonderful and easy it would be to just quit and go back to the old way of doing things. This does not mean that something has gone wrong or that you have made the wrong decision. This is just how our brains 
are wired. Unfamiliar things are scary. Your brain is trying to protect you from danger. All you need to do at this point is remind yourself why you are pursuing this goal and that you are not in any danger. Okay? You are not going to die. That's my favorite one. I, I use this. I use it before or during anxiety attacks <laughs> and it really reduces the impact and the stress on me. Yeah, you are not going to die. <laughs> As you continue thinking new empowering thoughts, feeling the fear and pressing forward with courage, neurons firing in your brain will create new thought patterns. You will believe in yourself more fully and your abilities and knowledge will increase. I want you to think about school children. They are so resilient. I don't think it is just because they are young, but also because change is the norm for them, right? Every year they get a new teacher. When they reach middle school, they have multiple teachers in a classroom or, and classrooms, multiple teachers and classrooms. They meet new students coming from different elementary schools. They get to choose different subjects every semester. It's scary for them, I'm sure. I mean, I remember being scared. But they're good at it because it is a way of life. I mean, these kids can reinvent themselves every year or every day if they want to. As we get older, though, we don't do as much changing. It's no longer mandatory, right? So... We get comfortable and we become more resistant to change. Change is uncomfortable, but we grow the most when we are uncomfortable. When we, ex when we exercise, for example, our muscles only grow stronger as we press them beyond what is comfortable. We make them do something they haven't done before, like increased weight or in more reps or something, right? And the muscles break down and new, stronger layers of muscle tissue grow in their place. The same is true for our brains. We need to break down the old limiting thoughts that keep us scared and stuck. Step outside our comfort zones and start building new, positive, empowering ways of thinking. I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago called Processing Stress. If you haven't heard it, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. I, I don't just teach you how to process stress, but all negative emotions. Anything that comes up for you that threatens to limit your growth, you can process through, through it in a healthy, constructive way. When you are no longer afraid of feeling emotions because you know what to do when they come up, you become so free. There's nothing to be scared of. You can literally try anything you want without fear of failure or ridicule from yourself or anyone else. So here's a little method you can use to help you stick with a new goal. If you are concerned it might be the wrong choice, you know, if it was possible for there to be a wrong choice, which there's not. Um... Give yourself a certain point at which you will pause and revisit your decision. If it's like, like if it's a business, you can say, um, after I've served 500 customers, I will decide if this is what I want to keep doing. Or if it's a hobby, like making 
blankets or something, you can say, after I've made 10 blankets, I'll decide if I want to do more. If it's a new career path, I will try this for one year. Go all in for the time you have committed to. Give it everything you have. Learn as much as you can. At a certain point, chapters of our lives become complete and come to an end. Each of us can only know when that happens for ourselves, but this is not the same as quitting. Quitting is a conscious decision to stop pursuing a goal or desired result. Don't quit, you guys. Give it everything and reach your end point. Then you will never have to wonder, what if? What if I had tried that new thing? What if I had gone all in? What if I had given it more attention? You won't have to worry about any of that because you did. And you will have learned and grown as a person, further fulfilling your purpose here on earth, right? So to sum up, <laughs> your value and your purpose are set. There's no need to search for it outside of yourself. Passion does not equal purpose. Follow your curiosity and see where it leads you. Um, it's, it helps to think to yourself, what do I secretly think I would be good at? Or what would I be willing to try if I knew I couldn't fail? Because we only fail when we quit, right? Pick any of your answers. There's no wrong choice. Seriously, there's no wrong choice. Then go all in on that goal. Don't listen to your primitive brain telling you to quit. Just process through all the negative emotions and press forward with courage. Oh, and by the way, I am a good mom. I know that I understand and accept that now. I love my kids and I do my best to show them that love. I'm pretty sure that's the only requirement for good parenting. So, yeah, just had to clear that up. So, you have a purpose. Go pursue it. Make it whatever you want it to be. Create everything you've ever wanted to create and more because you can. And that's the point. All right. You guys have a good week. Leave me some voicemail messages. I'd love to hear you got, hear what you guys are thinking. Um, also, please, if you can, I know it's a little out of your way maybe, but if you can go on to iTunes and leave me a review um, or a rating, that would help more people to hear this podcast. And I'd really appreciate it. So thanks, you guys. Oh, there is one more really awesome thing that I want to tell you guys. So March 19th, I am doing a free live coaching class in Twin Falls, Idaho. If you go onto my website, angielifecoaching.com, you will see details on that. So I hope to see a lot of you there. It'll be so fun.